Excellent. All right. Well, look, what we're going to do is we're going to press forward. If you're tuning in on YouTube, welcome. We've got Russell just coming in there from Liverpool in the UK. Welcome. Greg's just joined us from Alabama. Excellent. We've got Arlene just come in. Good to see you, Arlene. Thanks for joining with us. Right. All right. So let's just bring up a, a few notes Um uh, I hope you all enjoyed yesterday. We've got Cheryl just coming in as well. Welcome, Cheryl. Hallelujah. Yesterday, we were dealing with restoration, restore. We're talking about the importance of salvation, the wells of salvation. We also talked prophetically about the waterfall, about uh, you know the blessing that we can come unto Yeshua and we can drink from him and you will never thirst again. What's it talking about? The importance of the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit within our lives. And I'm blessed for all those who are coming back to Torah, those who are embracing Torah and understanding it's not legalism, it's not coming under the law. You know, we're not uh, going into um, um, rabbinical Judaism. No, we are staying true to the scriptures in accordance with how Yeshua taught us to walk. Hallelujah. So we talked on Jeremiah chapter 2 about uh, not having cisterns, not building cisterns for our own supply, but actually allowing uh, ourselves to receive the living water, that there's two things that we need to get. We need to get the provision of food from heaven and we need the living water. And that took us to uh, a verse that was shared uh, by, you know, one of the group. I can't remember who it was that shared it. Um, you know, going to Psalm 23 and we brought out the scripture, he restores my soul. And uh, there's a couple of, of great things that we picked out from that portion of scripture. Welcome, Keith. Good to see you there. Thanks for joining with us. Um, that portion in Psalm 23 we pulled out was the importance that that he leads us beside green pastures and quiet waters. Hallelujah. He wants us to receive the food for the nourishment that we need. And he also wants us to have still waters, quiet waters, that we need to come to that place where we can drink. A sheep is not going to drink in the place of troubled waters. He is going to wait, uh, or it's going to wait to find that calm, still water, and that's where a sheep will drink. And that's where we need to get to in the spirit. We've got to get to that place where we just say to all the storms of life and everything that's happening around us, peace be still. And we just call on Yehovah, Yehovah Elohim, just to, to bring us to that place of peace. And that, that's what I love about being in Israel. You know, every time we meet people, what do we say? Shalom, we say peace, you know. Uh, and it's so important that we are speaking forth his peace. Why? Because the nation is so troubled. We have so many troubles all around us. That's why we say uh, peace. You know, if you go to China, when their their greeting is, would you like something to eat? Because they deal with so much poverty and lack and not enough food source. You know, if you go to Britain, they ask, how's the weather? How are you doing? What's the weather like? You know, because <laughs> the weather's so bad, you know. Can't wait for the summer. Everyone's talking about the weather in the UK. So all you Brits, you know what I'm talking about, yeah? Yeah, hallelujah. So we're, we're talking about getting to that place where we can receive the food from heaven, where we can receive the, the living water. You know, we want to be able to drink for our thirst to be quenched. 
Now, when you live in a hot, hot country, you know, like Israel, you know, I love water. It's great. But, you know, once it starts getting up over 100 degrees and it's so baking hot and the humidity is so high with that breeze coming in off the Mediterranean, you know, this water quenching is going to go to a certain level. But what I like to have is I like to have either a shandy or I'll have a... Uh, a, a lager or a beer or something like that halfway through the day just to quench your thirst, you know. So anyway, but right now with it being pretty cool here, I know we're in the 70s and stuff like that, but I'm going to take a sip of this lovely water. Oh, that's fantastic. That's amazing. The more we're talking about the water and the more I'm getting thirsty thinking about it. Anyway, so what we're what we're pressing in on, we talked on Psalm a hundred verse three as well. Uh, you know, did I put any notes on that? Okay, let's just hit there. Uh, you know, I just want to refresh us with this stuff because you know it's really important because what we're talking about is we're talking about the work of Yahovah within our lives. It says Yahovah is uh, is good and his love endures forever his faithfulness continues through all generations listen no matter what you're going through i need you to know this and i want you to know this today god is good god is good he is faithful faithful his love endures forever and this is interesting on what we're going to hit on tonight and some of the areas i want to touch on uh, tonight, I want to talk about three key things. Restore, that's what we did last week. We want to talk about repair, uh, how we receive that fix from heaven uh, to mend suffering and damage. You know, if you're going through situations where you've been damaged, you know, it might be uh, a broken marriage, a broken heart. You know, you might have a problem with your self-esteem because of things that has happened to you. You know, you might have even got to a place where you've been so battered that you have a broken spirit. And, you know, these things you're not going to get a fix from. You can't go down to the pharmacy or your local doctor and say, you know, how can you help me with this? Yes, we have counselors and, you know, you've got secular counselors as well as uh, Christian counselors and people that try and help people through all of this. Let me tell you something. When you experience uh, brokenness within marriage and you see the two that are one being ripped apart and the damage, there is permanent damage that takes place and they're scarring. But can the Father bring forth uh, healing? Can he repair? How do we move? Move on past this stage. How do we move on from this place of brokenness? You know, you can't just walk in and get a new fender, you know, put on your uh, your body because, you know, you were involved in an accident. No, we have got to come to the Father. Welcome, Babs. Good to see you there in Philly. Thanks for joining with us today. Hallelujah. So, Shabbat Shalom. And, you know, what I want us to do is just share a few scriptures. I want to encourage you. I want you to come into this Sabbath rest. You know, if you're watching and, you know, you're already in Sabbath, hallelujah. If you're coming up to Sabbath, then I want you to prepare and I want you to think about three key things. Restore, repair, restore, repair, and renovate. Interesting word we're using, renovate. Why? What do we want to do is we want to get back to that former condition, this is what I love about, you know, how the Father is bringing, 
full restoration to the house of Israel. He's saying this, I want to bring you back to who you were called to be. This is the covenant promise. You know, you can't get back to where you need to be from fallen man's position by doing anything in the natural realm. You can't accomplish it. You have a hole within your life that has to be filled with the Mashiach, the Messiah. You have to receive from him. Are you walking in the life of the Spirit? Do you feel downcast? Are you beaten up on all sides? And I want to encourage you today. And uh, we're going to take comfort from the Word, but not just comfort from the Word. We're going to proclaim His Word and we're going to release the victory in Messiah. I believe that people are going to experience healing and transformation in your life right now. So, and in the area of repair, we're dealing with how is the father going to fix? How is he going to mend and, and deal with the sufferings and the damage that we are going through physically, emotionally, and spiritually? How are we going to see this restoration? Well, I want to bring forth an encouraging scripture. Uh, it's the book of uh, Psalms again. Psalms, if you speak American, if you're Scottish, it's Psalms. 147 hallelujah and uh, we're just going to read this portion of scripture and we're just going to allow it just to wash over our lives so if you need healing then you know this is the, this is the time for a work of the spirit father we pray for an outpouring of your spirit this shabbat this time that we spend with you okay let's read from verse one so we're at psalm 147 praise Yehovah, how good it is to sing praise to our God. How pleasant and fitting to praise him. The Lord builds up Jerusalem. He gathers the exiles of Israel. He heals who? The brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Receive the word of Yehovah. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He determines the number of the stars and calls them each by name. This is how amazing he is. You know, if, if you just look at what he does in regard to the stars and he determines them, he calls them each by name. Billions, trillions of stars. He calls them each by name. He cares about you. He heals the brokenhearted. He binds up their wounds. Hallelujah. Verse 5. Great is our Yehovah. Great is the Lord and mighty in power. His understanding has no limits. Let me tell you something. Everything you're going through, everything you're faced for, his understanding has no limits. What is the word of Yehovah over your situation, over your brokenness, over what you're facing? You know, if you're brokenhearted, if, if you feel like you've been ripped apart because of the events within your life, great is our Lord and mighty in power. His understanding has no limits. Let's get things into a heavenly perspective right now. Hold on one second. Let's just uh, seem to be peaking there on the volume level. Okay, just bring that down a second. Let's get things into a heavenly perspective. Can you see how magnificent, how amazing God is? And yet he cares for you. 
He cares for you. He created you. He made you. You are born for such a time as this. Welcome, Evelyn. Nice to have you with us in Arkansas. Hallelujah. He cares for you. Great is our Lord and mighty in power. He, uh, His understanding has no limits. Verse 6, we're in Psalm 147. Hallelujah. Yehovah sustains the humble but cast the wicked to the ground. Let me tell you, for those who are wicked, for those who are oppressing others, the Father says he will cast the wicked to the ground, but he will sustain the humble. What are you going through? What are you facing within your life? Are you rising up with resentment on what is happening and how people are treating you? You know, how are you trying to protect your life because you're broken hearted? You know, your self-esteem is smashed. You feel like your spirit is broken. You're just, it feels like battles all around and, and many times hurting people hurt people. But what the father's saying, listen, if you're in that place where you are hurt, come to me and receive uh, um, healing. Because in verse 3, he heals the broken heart. He binds up their wounds. There has to be a time where our wounds are bound up. You know, I love the example of what happens within the hospital system. You know, you break your arm and you come in from time to time. You might need pins or whatever if it's broken that bad. But the whole reason why they put it in a cast is the medical world can't heal your bones. He can only put them back together and they have to wait for the healing process to take place. Well, what's the father saying? He heals the brokenhearted, but he binds up their wounds. He doesn't just say to the wounds, you're gone. No, he binds them up. And just allow that time. Just allow that that time to, to get through. You know, I use my dog for many examples. You know, he was ripped to pieces last year or just over a year ago, attacked by another dog. And, you know, uh, we had to put drainage things in him and everything just to try and keep his little body together. And, you know, I had to lie there in the in the lounge and uh, spend time with, you know, just, you know, put my hand out there touching him. But when he came back after the operations and all the procedures he went through to save his life and, and just to try and stitch him back together, you know, the poor little thing, he's lying there, he's all bandaged up and he's all tightly wrapped and drainage pipes and all that. Uh, because of this attack, and he's like, he's like crying, woo, 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 he's just crying his little heart out all night. And I've just got my hand on him. I'm just comforting him. And sometimes that's what we go through in the midst of the pain, because of the wounds that we have uh, taken uh, onto our emotional life. And uh, you know, we're not just talking about what's happening in the physical, but you know, sometimes we're in that place, we're just crying out. You know. We're just groaning in the spirit. We're just crying out in the midst of what has come against us, what has happened, what the enemy has sought to do to destroy us, to break us. And the Father says, I'm going to heal your broken hearted, but I'm going to bind up your wounds. Those wounds might take a little bit of time 
for healing, but I'm holding you together for the healing process uh, to be complete, for the healing process to to take you through on this journey. And that's what we love about the about the Lord. He's saying what He will sustain the humble. Anytime you try and take over. And try and bring resolve out of bitterness, out of anger, out of the wrong spirit. What's the Father saying? As soon as you do that, you walk away from how I bring forth my healing. God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. He's saying, listen, I will sustain the humble. Verse 6 of Psalm 147, if you're just joining. Welcome, Lola. Good to see you. Thanks for joining with us again. So, you know, the Lord sustains the humble. So it's, it's always a sign, even in the midst of everything we've gone through, you know, just submit to the Lord, submit to him in the midst of everything you face. It doesn't mean that you don't have to deal with situations. It, you know, look, this is not a sign of weakness. This is not a sign so the enemy can just come and bulldoze you and just wreck your life. No, that's not what it's talking about. But what it's talking about, if you want to see the authority of Yehovah rise up and bring transformation in your life through, it could be you're facing a marriage breakdown. You feel like your heart is wrenched. You don't know where to go. Can the Father bring forth healing? Only he can do it. Are you broken hearted? Then allow the healing power of Yeshua into your life today. Maybe you've got disappointments. You you felt like there was things that should have happened in your life. And you're like, why didn't this happen 20 years ago? Why am I still waiting for the promises of Yehovah? Why, <laughs> you know, what is it with this time delay? There's things I want to uh, see accomplished, goals that I want to see fulfilled, but delay, delay, delay. Well, let me tell you something. We're going to break that spirit of delay right now in Yeshua's name. <clears throat> That's what the devil wants to do, steal, kill, and destroy. <clears throat> if he can get you into deferred hope, and uh, someone shared the scripture you know, from the book of Proverbs the other day, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a longing fulfilled is the tree of life. Hallelujah. If the enemy gets you into deferred hope, you know, then your heart can start to get sick. But what's the Father saying? I'm going to heal your broken heart. I'm going to restore my hope into your life. So come on, let's fix our eyes on him. Fix your eyes on Yeshua right now. He's amazing. He is amazing. We serve a mighty God. He is great. Great is the Lord. And he is mighty in power. His understanding. If there's ever someone who understands. No one understands me. No one understands what I'm going through. Let me tell you something. God understands. Yes, we've all been battered in life. I don't want to walk with someone that hasn't gone through, you know, stuff. Why? Because going through the stuff makes you who you are. You know, what, what's transformed my life is the very fact of, of going through, being squeezed, being pressed on every side, being spent, and still standing, saying, God, yet will I praise you. You give and take away, but I'm going to bless your name. What are you going through? <clears throat> Don't uh, hold bitterness or resentfulness against God in the midst of the things that you are facing. But turn to him. 
Verse 7, sing to Yehovah with thanksgiving. Make music to our God on the harp. <laughs> this is what I love. And I shared this yesterday. I, I said, listen, what we need is not karaoke praise. What we need is we need songs that are coming out of the life's battles that we go through. You know, there's an artist I like. Uh, I heard her sing one of her songs on uh, Facebook today and, and yesterday. And she's gone through uh, trauma in her personal life. She's gone through brokenness and marriage. Uh, you know, just terrible things that's happening within our life. But still what's happening, the songs are coming forth. And the vulnerability of the songs that are coming forth from the place of her brokenness as she is singing. What's she doing? She's picking up her guitar and she's saying, I'm going to make music. I'm going to sing to Yehovah with thanksgiving. Let me tell you something. There's a, there's a time where you can't pick up your instrument. There's a time when, when your throat is so choked that, that the, the, the song can't come forth. But the more we remain in his presence, the more that we say, Father, you know, you are, thank, you are faithful in the midst of all of this. You're going to bring me through. And where does the song of thanksgiving come? <sighs> I can breathe. So you might be at the place right now where you can't even breathe because of what's going on around you. You're suffering loss. You're, you're dealing with sickness. You're dealing with trauma. You're dealing with abuse. You're dealing with brokenness. You're, you're dealing with your self-esteem is being smashed. Your spirit's broken. <laughs> your life's falling apart and you don't know how to breathe. And the Father's saying, my shalom is here. I'm bringing you to that place where you can receive life from heaven. Hallelujah. And then there's coming forth thanksgiving. The song, the music will come forth from the harp. Verse 8, he covers the sky with clouds. He supplies the earth with rain. He makes grass grow on the hills. He provides food for the cattle and for the young ravens when they call. Ravens? Brother, did you say the word ravens? Aren't they scavengers? Our Father provides. He is the source of provision. He's providing for the cattle. He's also providing for the ravens. And how much more will he provide good things for you? Hallelujah. His pleasure is not in the strength of the horse, nor his delight in the legs of man. You know, he's not excited about you trying to work out everything in your own strength. You know, pride comes before the fall. Oh, I can do it. You know, I've got my horses and I've got my chariots and I've got my barns and I've got my my uh, vacation and this is how I make my money. This is how I make my living. This is how I sustain my life. You know, my legs are strong. I've got it all together. No, Yehovah delights in those who fear him, who put their hope in his unfailing love. Well, I feel like the area of my life, my love area is broken. And the Father says, put your hope in my unfailing love. What's going to bring restoration to a broken marriage? Not the love of man. I just can't love. I can't get through this. I can't do this. I feel like my relationships are falling apart. Then come into his presence. Delight in the fear of Yehovah. Put your hope in his 
unfailing love. I'm speaking to someone right now. This is a time for us to rise up. Hallelujah. Verse 12. Exalt the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise your Elohim, O Zion. For he strengthens the bars of your gates and blesses your people within you. He's going to put up a barrier against those who seek to attack you. Yes, the Father is bringing restoration to the house of Israel. He's bringing restoration to his holy city. But he has said that he's looking for a city not made by man. That was Abraham's cry. I'm not looking for a city made by man. I'm, I'm looking for something that's made by Yehovah. I'm not looking out for what's in the natural. His uh, manifestation in the heavenly realms will manifest on earth. So you might have the copy of what's in heaven. But you are living stones brought together that we are the temple of the Most High. Hallelujah. He strengthens the bars of your gates to say when those gates are closed, devil, you keep out. And I just speak a strengthening over the gates of whatever's going on in your life. We just proclaim over the enemy, Hasatan, devil, get out. Get off my property. Get out of my uh, walk, get out. You know, I'm in a safe place. I'm in a gated place in the presence of Yehovah. He blesses your people within you. If we will stay in the right place, you step out. You know, you leave the city and go off into the world and go into the world system. Listen, you're, f you're fair game for the enemy. Come on. Let's stay within the gates. Let's stay within the gates of Torah. Let's walk in his ways. He grants peace to your borders and satisfies you with the finest of wheat. His provision. Hallelujah. So, Father, we say let it rain. Open the floodgates of heaven. Let it rain over our lives today. Especially in the area of binding up the wounds. You know, some of you are just saying, okay, God, I'm here. Give me that quick fix. He says, look, I want to bind you up. I want to help you. I, I want to help bring restoration to every aspect of your life. He sends his command to the earth. His word runs swiftly. Hallelujah. He speeds, he, no, he speeds, he spreads the snow like wool and scatters the frost like ashes. He hurls down his hail like pebbles. Who can withstand his icy blasts? He sends his word <laughs> and melts them. He stirs up its breezes and the waters flow. What's he saying here? God is in control of the seasons of the things that we go through within our life. Oh, it's so cold and icy within my heart with what I'm going through within my life right now. But the Father's saying, I'm coming to, to bring you a, a holy fix. I'm coming to repair the brokenness within you because only he can do it. Receive his repairing right now. Say, Father, I need healing from you. Take my broken heart. Take my broken heart. He sends his word and he melts them. He says, this is the change of season. I want to prophesy right now a change of season. Come out of winter in Yeshua's name. Come out of that cold, dark place where you feel like all the elements of life are pulling you down 
and come and walk into the fullness that he has for you. Verse 19, he has revealed his word to Jacob, his laws and decrees to Israel. Hallelujah. It's interesting how we have that separation. You know, we serve the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. Why does it say Jacob and not Israel? It's interesting how you see the separation in this point. And, you know, as I ponder over some of those things and I ask, why do we say Abraham, Isaac and Jacob? Why don't we say Abraham, Isaac and Israel? And is it because he is saying, I made a covenant with a man, but I have birthed Israel as a people? It's a people. We are the people. We are Israel. Yes, Jacob's name was changed to Israel, but it's, it, it was like the scattering of the blessing. It was the seed being broken. You know, when he wrestled with Yeshua, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. And that name change came forth. That brokenness came forth. It no longer became just a man. It became a nation. Hallelujah. He revealed his word to Jacob, his laws and decrees to Israel, to the nation. Hallelujah. He has done this for no other nation. He's done this for no other nation. There is only salvation if we come in line with the covenant given to Abraham. It's the gospel of the kingdom. You need to be born again of the spirit and you need to come in to the gate through Yeshua into the commonwealth of Israel. We are called to be Israel. There's no covenant for Gentiles. There's no Christian covenant out there. You have to be born of the Spirit and you have to come under the conditions given to Israel. Hallelujah. He has done this for no other nation. They do not know his law. Praise Yehovah. We know his Torah. We're called to know his Torah. You want safety and you want to come to the place of restoration, then this is where I'm calling you today. One of the key elements when we deal with salvation and restoration over the two points of restore and repair that's so important, and we're talking about the water, we're talking about the importance of the war. Don't forget the importance of the mikvah. Baptism is not just something you do once. Well... I'm just going to get baptized once. No, we should be experiencing the mikvah in water on an ongoing basis for the cleansing, the purification of our souls. Hallelujah. So, you know, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13. I'm just going to read this verse. For by one spirit we were all mikvahed into one body, whether Jew or Greek, whether slave or free, we were all made to drink of one spirit hallelujah we need the mikvah of the spirit we have to come through the waters of baptism if you are born again if you've received yeshua if he has changed your life and you haven't been baptized you haven't come to the place where you die in christ and you rise in christ if you haven't come to that place then i'm telling you close the door on the enemy you need to be baptized you need to be mikvahed right now you need to get baptized it's so important you know go into the nations and baptize them uh, you know bring forth healing disciple them uh, and baptize them um, we need to be baptized into the Messiah. 
It doesn't say at the end of Matthew, baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's not what the Scripture says. That's a, a Catholic addition that was added to Scripture. In the Hebrew Matthew, it says, baptize in the name of Messiah. And that's the example we see where we see that all through the book of Acts. Every time people were baptized, they were baptized in the name of the Messiah. Hallelujah. Wow. So look at what time it is. Look at where we went. I, I want to keep it short tonight. We're coming into Shabbat. I'm looking forward to having Sabbath meal with my family. I'm going to go and eat with the family tonight and spend fellowship. I love the Sabbath where we can fellowship together. And uh, it's important that we come aside with our families at this time. So look, all we've done is we've just hit on repair and if that's all we need to do tonight, that's fine. You know, this this psalm has been very. Yeah, uh, um, it's just it's just been a, an eye opener of the spirit. I just sense that the Holy Spirit is moving over what we have shared just through Psalm forty seven. So what we're going to do tomorrow, we're going to talk about renovate. We're going to talk about how to get back to the former condition, and oh man. It's going to be awesome. We're still going to be talking about the food from heaven. We're still... <laughs> my wife is uh, on the chat. She says, dinner is ready. That's my uh, my my cue for uh, coming, spending time with the family tonight as we come into Sabbath here. So t- uh, tomorrow we're going to talk about renovate. We're going to get, uh, talk about getting back to the former condition of who we are called to be as mankind. There's many areas that we can bring correction, but we need to bring correction into our spirit-filled life and how we walk. Well, I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the message today. I hope this has spoken into your life. I enjoy doing these daily devotions as we share together. Um, Remember, you can send me emails. I'm just going to write this email. It's kenny at bulldozerfaith. Uh, it's it's amazing. Thank you for all the people who are sending emails in, sharing testimonies of what the Father is uh, doing in your life. Listen, if you've got a testimony of what the Father is doing in your life as we're doing these devotions, I want to encourage you. I encourage you to uh, share by email uh, and just put a little note. Do you mind if this is shared publicly or do you want to keep it private? Just so I know that because I don't really share anything unless I get permission from someone Uh, if it's uh, publicly released. If you share it on the chat, on the message here, that's also good. Listen, be an encouragement to others as people will come in and watch this word and be encouraged with this word. Um, If you're blessed with the ministry and you want to sow into Bulldozer Faith and the work we do uh, in sharing the gospel and ministering to the brokenhearted, then I encourage you to use this link I've just posted. It's uh, bulldozerfaith.com forward slash give. You can go on the Builders of Faith website and you can give in the currency of whatever part of the world you are watching in. Uh, We appreciate you uh, giving to our ministry and uh, supporting the work that we do. I believe that we are good soil. Why? Because we see so much fruit in the lives of those that we uh, spend time with. And um, anyway, just encourage you uh, to sow. Uh, into good soil in the land of Israel and in the nations. We appreciate every one of you. I want to thank you for watching and uh, look forward to seeing you all tomorrow. Shabbat Shalom.